Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Brother Julius. Uh, let me know if somebody, can anybody hear me out there? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good, good. Okay, um, do, who else do we have out there, sister? Carmel, you're on the air. Okay. Hi, how you Are you on the call? Okay, sister. Yeah, we have... Um, the recording has started, so you are ready to... Am I, am I live? Yes, you are. Okay. Good evening, sisters and brothers, and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Tonight, I will be flying solo. Black Ice is in Jamaica on vacation. Again, uh, Black Ice will, is in Jamaica on vacation. Me to put together a wonderful lesson. And again, welcome everybody to the Truth Hours by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Black Ice is on vacation in Jamaica. We wish him well. Shouts out to him. And greetings, sisters and brothers. Uh, we was not able to um, broadcast last week due to uh, a death in the family. And so we're back this week. The Lord has caused the show to be back on the air. Tonight's lesson. Tonight's lesson is called The Death of a Nation. The Death of a Nation. And as always, before before we uh, start the show, we always open up with a Psalms uh, prayer. It will come from Psalms 33, Psalm 33, verses 1 through 12. It reads, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with heart. Sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them. By the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea together as a heap. He layeth upon the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to nothing. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. Again, that was 12 verses out of Psalm 33. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and to the doing of his holy word. In Jesus' name, we pray and give thanks. Amen. Again, sisters and brothers, this is Brother Julius. I want to wish everybody out there uh, peace and blessings in the name of Jesus. Uh, we have a new president, a new president. Everybody's in an uproar. The country is protesting. The country is uh, in an uproar, uh, dissatisfaction. Uh, but it's no surprise to us here at the Truth Hour. It is not a surprise because we know 
according to the word of God, that the world is not supposed to get better. Things are supposed to get worse. So, therefore, the people who are rioting and are upset are upset because evidently, sister brothers, they don't read. They don't read. For if they had read, they would know the word of the Lord, and they would expect for things to get worse. And the Lord has already told you, put not thy trust in man in whom there is no hope. So, sister and brothers, uh, there's no sense in protesting. There's no sense in getting upset. You're looking for fairness. You're looking for truth. That's not going to happen. It's simply not going to happen. Why? I'm going to read it to you. And let's start this lesson out. Because the title of the lesson is called The Death of a Nation. The Death of a Nation. And this is what has happened. When a nation goes from God... When a nation goes from God, it cannot stand. When a nation goes from God, it cannot stand. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Let me show you. And, and, and keep in mind, America was formed based off the precept, laws, and statutes of God, of the God of Israel, even Jesus, as far as the founding fathers of this country knew. But when the nation departed, the country began, a country, any country begins to fall. First, you fall spiritually, and then you begin to fall morally. Let me show you what you got to do. Let's go to Exodus chapter 20, because the Lord created man in his image after his likeness, and that's why I hate funerals, sisters and brothers. I hate funerals. I hate going to funerals, and it's not supposed to be, because it's not supposed to be death. It's not supposed to be in the, in the world. But because man sinned, God created death and put death on the table. The, the wages of sin is death, sisters and brothers. So therefore, and keep in mind, death is not the end. The day that you are born, you live forever. Death is just an interruption in eternal life. That's why it's called sleep. Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20, I'm going to start, and I'm going to read this, and you tell me because when, when I go to places and I see churches and they don't deal with the law, even the royal law, the royal law which is called the Ten Commandments, then if you can't deal with these and the Lord gave you just ten, he gave you these, and everything in the world is predicated off of these Ten Commandments. Exodus 21, and Beginning with Moses, and God spake all these words, saying, I'm the Lord your God, which I brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. If you love anything more than the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, the God of this Bible, if you love anything, your house, your car, even your own children, if you love them anything more than God, then you have made them a God or made it a God. If you love your money more than God, then the money has become a God to you. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt not make unto, thy, make unto thee any, any graven images or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters under earth. In other words, that is everything in the creation. Sun, stars, and moons, uh, insects, 
animals, anything that roams the earth, any kind of fish or whatever under the waters, you don't make no graven images and attribute them to God. All images are not bad images. It's when you attribute it to God. So if you got the cross around your neck, I recommend, I highly recommend that you research it and see the origin of the cross. Google it, the origin of the cross, or go to your encyclopedias. I like the encyclopedias and the history books better because they're more accurate. They are more accurate. So now you got the cross around your neck, you got the moon, uh, and then you attributed those things to God, or you got the fish on the back of your car, uh, then that's called idolatry. Verse 5, Exodus 25, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. But today you go to certain churches and they tell you you can't keep the commandments or you shouldn't keep the commandments or you don't need the commandments or you don't need the law. Sisters, everything in the creation and brothers, everything in the creation is predicated off law. There's a law that says stop at the red light. There's a law that says uh, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. That is the law. That's the ordinance. That's the boundaries of everything, sisters and brothers. Everything is predicated by law. Verse 6, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. A lot of people don't get mercy because they don't show mercy. And they don't show mercy because they don't understand the commandments of God. You even said in your Lord in the Lord's prayer, it's in the Lord's prayer. If you keep reading the Lord's prayer, the Lord say, if you forgive your debts, and then the Lord will forgive you of your debts. So forgiveness is predicated on how you forgive. Love is predicated on how you love. So your life is predicated off the word of God, off of every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And if you don't want to live by his word, you shall die by his word. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord would not hold him guiltless that take his name in vain. In other words, you calling on the Lord for no reason at all. You calling him J.C. You're disrespecting the God of Israel, and you're making mockery of it. And you wonder why the world is getting worse and worse. See, sisters and brothers, the hook is everybody thinks that because you get a new president, the status quo goes the same from president to president. Have you noticed the earthquakes are getting more and more? The hurricanes are getting more and more worse? The droughts and the forest fires are getting worse? Diseases is coming, more and more diseases are coming up on man that you cannot get rid of? All of this is out of the mouth of the Lord. Because he is angry with the nations of the earth because they have departed from him and leaned to their own understanding. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that take his name in vain. Remember, the only one of the Ten Commandments that's, that's a day and a law and that starts with remember. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall you labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is, the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. The only day that he named, that he numbered and named. The, the rest of the commandments, 
uh, the rest of the days, you don't hear, you don't even read Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the Bible. Those words are not there. You read first day, second day, fourth day, sixteenth day, but you read the seventh day, and the Lord calls it the Sabbath of rest. Somebody gave you Sunday, and they call Sunday the Lord's day, but Sunday is not the Lord's day. It is the first day of the week, and if you look it up, it will tell you Sunday, the first day of the week. Now, the, the Catholics done made Sunday the seventh day of the week, just like they changed the Ten Commandments and deleted and removed the second commandment because the second commandment say you don't make no idols of worship down or bow down to them to identify a religion. The Lord, and going on, they say, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Any thou should not do any work, any work, thou nor thy son, nor thy servant, your manservant, your maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor the stranger that is within your gates. I don't want your animals working. I don't want your employees working. I don't want your guests in your house working. Because the Lord gave you six days, continuing at verse 11, for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it, or set it apart. Number 12, honor thy father and thy mother. It did not say honor thy mother and thy father if they are cracking it, or if they are uh, drug users, or uh, if they uh, don't dress right or comb their hair right or is overweight, the book says, honor thy father and thy mother because they are your mother and father. Now, if you don't agree with your mother and father for a certain reason, that's one thing, but you still have to honor them because they are your mother and your father. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the Lord, which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So if you dishonor your mother and your father, the Lord is going to cut your days short. Verse 13, thou shalt not kill. That is, thou shalt not do murder. If you read the Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, the Lord tells you there is a time to kill. But it's just if you're in war. You are in war. Or if somebody breaks into your house with the intent on doing you or your family bodily harm and you have a weapon at your uh, uh, weapon where you can defend, I say defend yourself or your family, and that person dies because of blunt, trunk, uh, blunt uh, force trauma, then the person violated. They violated the commandments of God. And so therefore... They made a foolish choice and died. Hopefully no one's trying to intentionally kill anyone. You can shoot to maim or you can hurt somebody until they are disabled. But to outright murder them or to just to go out and pick up a gun with the intent on shooting and game banging and killing and raping and robbing and stealing and holding up people, then you're, you just put your life in your own hands. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not commit adultery. That is when one married person is messing with another married person. Thou shalt not steal, because if you steal, you're going to get caught, or you're going to take something that don't belong to you, you're going to get caught sooner or later, 
and you got to pay restitution, or you could die while you're trying to steal. Go into a bank and stick it up. Eventually, you will get caught. And if you don't get caught now, the Lord got something for you at the end of the days. Thou shalt not steal, because I don't like spending time behind bars, sisters and brothers. I like being free, and being free, and freedom isn't uh, freedom isn't free. The difference between those in jail and those out of jail is the law. The ones that stay out of jail keeps the law. The people that's in jail broke the law. Again, verse 16, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. In other words, be honest and be truthful with one another. And your neighbor is anybody close to you. Could be your husband or your wife, the closest thing to you. Thou shalt not, not cover thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. So therefore the Lord gave you these Ten Commandments, and the Ten Commandments are for life, for liberty, for justice, for righteousness, and for peace. And when a nation keeps these Ten Commandments, the Lord blesses them. The Lord blesses them. So therefore... Remember, the title of this lesson is The Death of a Nation. Now, you tell me and look at the world and look on the news and you look around and tell me what has happened. What has happened? Especially to our people, Israel, especially to our people. So, therefore, the people that call themselves African Americans, the only people in the whole world that's named after two continents, Africa and America. And, and the only people that's called Different names. Only people that was brought over here in ships and chains. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the 26th chapter. Deuteronomy, chapter 26. This, this, this is the, the title is The Death of a Nation. And again, for those who are just tuning in, this is Brother Julius tonight flying solo. Black Ice is on vacation. We wish him well. want to thank my sister Bonita for setting us up on the line tonight. That shows you that the Lord always has somebody in the background making sure that his word go forth. Thank you, sister. And I hope everybody in the listening audience is getting something out of this lesson. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Deuteronomy chapter 26. <clears throat> because people don't understand these things. 26, and I'm going to pick this up at verse 16. Deuteronomy 26. And verse 16, the Bible says, when Israel kept the Lord's commandments, this day the Lord thy God has commanded thee to do these statutes and judgments. And I just gave you the ten of them. Thou shalt therefore keep and do them with all thine heart and with all thy soul. Thou hast avouched, avouched the Lord this day to be thy God and to walk in his ways and to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and to hearken unto his voice. And the Lord has aboused or promised, the word about means promised, thee this day to be his peculiar people as he has promised thee, and that thou shouldest keep all his commandments. Check this out, sisters and brothers. And to make thee high, high above all nations which he has made in praise and in name and in honor, and that thou mayest be a holy people unto the Lord thy God as he has spoken. Now, Look what the Lord said. The Lord said, I'm your God, you my people. I gave you Ten Commandments to keep. Wherever you are in the whole world, you keep these Ten Commandments. 
and Israel didn't do it, and the Lord put us in captivity. That's why we over in America. We didn't uh, come over to, we didn't uh, uh, well, migrate to America. Uh, we were brought here. We were brought here, sisters and brothers. And so, therefore, the Lord is upset, and he warned us, so he kicked us out of the land of Israel, out of Jerusalem, our headquarters. So now our our twin brother, not twin, but our fraternal brother, Esau, or the people that has taken up the name Jewish, is in our land getting our blessings. Deuteronomy 17, chapter. All of this is the death of a nation. When a nation departs from God's laws, precepts, and commandments, it cannot stand, sisters and brothers. Chapter 17, Deuteronomy 17, check this out. 17 and 1. Thou shalt not sacrifice unto the Lord thy God any bull or sheep wherein his blemish. Uh, I'm sorry, verse 2. Verse 2. If there be found among you within any of thy gates which the Lord thy God has given thee, a man or woman that has wrought wickedness in the sight of the Lord thy God in transgressing his covenant or breaking his commandments, and has gone and served other gods and worshipped them. Have you noticed that we are the only people that's in everybody else's religion? We in Jehovah's Witnesses. We in Catholic churches. We in Baptist churches. Religions, all these religions came out of the Catholic churches. If you don't believe me, look them up. Look up the foundation of these these religions, and you will all you will find out that Rome, Rome gave you Sunday, Rome gave you Christmas, Rome gave you Easter, Rome gave you Halloween, all of these pagan days, and we've kept them. And the Lord said, "Don't do, don't learn the ways of the nations." Verse 3, and has gone and served other gods and worshipped them, either the sun or moon or any of the hosts of heaven, which I have not commanded. Did I say the host of heaven? Did we read the host of heaven? Oh, that's the horoscopes that people like. You know, I'm a Gemini. I'm a Leo. I'm Capricorn. You're looking into the, you're looking into the, the horoscopes. And the Lord warned you about doing those kind of things, sisters and brothers. He warned us, and we warn, and we do exactly what the Lord say don't do. See? And the Lord told you, skipping down to uh, verse 4, and it be told thee, and thou hast heard of it, and acquired diligently, and behold, it be true, and the thing certain that such abominations is wrought in Israel. In other words, we are not in Israel, but we're doing the same things as our ancestors did. Then shall thou bring that man or that woman which have committed their wicked things unto thy gates, even that man or that woman, and shall stone them with stones that they, till they die. Now, people say that's cruel. No, what's cruel is to break God's commandments. See, people think God is just love. Well, God is love, and he's mercy. Yeah, but what about the other parts? Did we read in the Ten Commandments that he showed that he will not uh, at all uh, acquit the guilty? But he showed mercy to those that love him and keep his commandments. You can't say you love the Lord and you're doing everything and robbing and stealing and killing and committing adultery. You can't do that. You can't say that. That is hypocrisy. I'm not judging. I'm reading the book, sisters and brothers. And all these things bring forth the death of a nation by departing from the Lord. 
We say, well, I'm a Christian. Well, Brother Julius, I'm a Christian. Okay, if you're a Christian, what does the word Christian mean? It only means Christ-like. It has nothing to do with born again and saved. Those are different subject matters and different uh, uh, definitions. Let me show you what the Lord told. Why are we in trouble in this country? Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Everybody knows that black America or the people that's called African American is suffering, being shot down, being uh, falsely accused. But all of this is because we broke his commandments. Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Chapter 28. And look what would have happened. God can't lie. Look what would have happened if we had kept his commandments. The first 15 verses, if we had kept his commandments. I'm going to try to skip through some of this for the sake of time. But if we had kept his commandments, look what the Lord said in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. And I, I challenge anybody out there, look around and tell me what has happened. If you see a difference, it's like day and night, 28 and 1. And it shall come to pass if... People say that God is a conditional God. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's unconditional. That is an error. When you see the word if, and, but, those are conjunctions that join things together. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, not some, sisters and brothers, all of them. You know how I know you could do them? Because you do all of what you want to do when you get ready. But when it comes to the Lord, well, I'm going to serve him part-time or uh, the Lord don't mind me doing this. He do mind. He just, we just read it. And to observe and to do all this commandment, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Can you believe that God would God? promised us that if we keep his commandment, we would, he would make us the top nation on the earth. Man, what did we blow? What did we give up? Look what we gave up. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Look at this. Blessed shall you be in the city. I don't see that now. Drive-by shooting in the city of Chicago. I can't believe Chicago has become the murder capital of the country. It wasn't like that when I was growing up, but as times grew, grew, uh, went forth and people got further and further away from God, the Lord began to afflict this city, afflict this country, afflict this earth. And he ain't done yet. And we ain't even got to the Great Tribulation. Blessed shall God be in the city. And blessed shall be in the field. The field is what we call the word suburbs. <laughs> blessed, shall, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, that's your children, and the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall thy, be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. In other words, you're going to be blessed in everything that you do. The blessings are going to uh, hunt you down. The blessings are going to hunt you down and overtake you if we had kept his commandments. Verse 7, the Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy, by face, before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Look at since this election and before the election. 
Look at how the company feel about uh, the people that's called African Americans. Even we don't like each other no more. Your neighbor could be your enemy. Your wife could be your enemy, especially if you don't, especially if you do in two different faiths. One is uh, in one religion and the other is another religion. That ain't going to work, sister, brother, because you're unequally yoked. But if we had kept the Lord's commandment, we won't have to worry about no Ku Klux Klan. We won't worry about how I worry about no white supremacy. We will be the top nation on earth. Everybody got to come to us for our car loan. They have to come to us for our house mortgage. They will have to come to us for our car, uh, for, uh, for car loans and everything. They have to get their supply from us. Instead of that, we got to go to everybody for everything else. And I mean for everything else. You can't even put in for a day off without going to somebody else. Show you we didn't keep his commandments. The Lord shall, verse 8, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and and in all that thou settest thy hand to do, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That means wherever you go, whatever country you go to, you're going to be blessed. Verse 9, the Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. Now you tell me whose way we don't walk in. We don't walk in our own ways after everybody else's religion. And all the people of the earth shall see thee, see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Ain't nobody afraid of you. They trying to hunt you down and kill you. You get you you scared if you get pulled over by the police. Because you don't know if they're gonna shoot you or not. So ain't nobody scared of you, but we scared of everybody else. Then when you get smart mouth, they shoot the top of your head off or put you in jail. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. What is the name of the Lord? Israel. Jesus is the Father's name. Jesus the Christ is the Son's name that he took when he came in the flesh. But the Son's name is Jehovah. But he goes by the name of Israel. That's why the book says that if my people who are called by my name, what name? Israel, would humble themselves. First you've got to repent. Then you've got to humble yourself. And then you've got to ask for forgiveness. And then you've got to walk in uprightness and not go back to what you used to be or what you used to do. Verse 11. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous and goods and the fruit of thy body and the fruit of your cattle. In other words, you're going to be blessed. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in the season, and to bless all the work of thy hand. And thou shalt lend, you shall lend, sisters and brothers, if we have done it right, you shall lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. Let me read that again at verse 13. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And you shall be above only. That is a very vaunting position. That's a vaunted position. To be above only. And thou shall not be beneath. Now, how are you going to be above only and you got to get your supply from everybody else? You got to go get your wigs and your hair supply from the Koreans. The Mexicans is cutting your grass. You're getting your donuts from the Indians. You got to go to the Pakistanis and Arabs for your gasoline. You got to go to the Jews to get your department store 
and to go to the baseball game and the NBA games all owned by the Jewish people. Get you get in trouble, get you a good Jew a lawyer. And the Gentiles or the white person or what you call the European descendants of Europeans, they run the world. And you got your hand out, you still looking for forty acres in a mule, which you ain't gonna get. Man, we blew a system, brothers. All this is the death of a nation. But the other nations are gonna be blessed because we there and we building up their infrastructure, but we're not enjoying it. Verse 14, verse 13, And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if that thou hearken unto the commandment of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day, to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Now, guess what you're getting ready? You just got out of one, one, uh, one uh, pagan day. You, you just got done dressing your, your children up as ghosts and witches and hobgoblins. You celebrated Halloween, which is all Halloween, all Hallows Eve, a Catholic pagan festival of the dead. If you don't believe me, Google it. <laughs> now you're getting ready to celebrate. Now you're getting ready to, to get to cut the tree down, or you're going to go buy you a tree, stand it up in your house, Decorated with silver and with gold. Matter of fact, hold hold Deuteronomy twenty eight chapter. Let's go to Jeremiah the tenth chapter, where they say, "Where brother Julius, you and Black Ice, all y'all deal with is the Old Testament." Wait a minute, we gonna deal with the New Testament? Hold, hold on there, we gonna deal with it because God don't change. He said Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yes, it was Jesus Christ who who was actually dictating this through the mouth of his prophets. Jeremiah, the 10th chapter. Jeremiah, chapter 10. Tell me what this sounds like. Tell me what this sounds like. Jeremiah 10 and 1. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, lean not the way, learn not the way of the heathen or the nations, and be be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen or the nations are dismayed at them. You know them, you know them, Red moons you be looking for? Them red moons and them shooting stars and them constellations? The Lord say, don't be dismayed at that. Because if you see it, you're going to try to, you're gonna try to uh, 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 make, a, make, it, make a statue of it or an image of it, and eventually you're going to bow down to worship it. Verse 2, thus said the Lord. Learn not the ways of the heathen, and be dismayed, not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs or traditions of the people are vain. Vain means for nothing. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest. The work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. Now you can go buy you a Christmas tree. They deck it or decorate it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers. Remember that cross stance that you used to put your tree in? Now you got a stand that's already made. So all you got to do is stand your tree in and screw it in. Screw it in so that it don't fall. They decorate it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. They are upright as a palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born. In other words, you got to carry it. The tree can't walk. You got to cut it down. You got to carry it into your living room. 
Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil, neither also is it in them to do good. See, the tree is just a tree. It only becomes a God or an image or a representation of what you believe to be Christmas or Christmas when you begin to attribute it to God. That's idolatry, sisters and brothers. The tree itself, nothing wrong with the tree. But when you cut it down and you decorate it with silver and gold and then you put presents on it, you bow down to put them presents on it, then you're going to put the ornaments on it, little brown balls and gold and silver and red, which represents the planet. And then on, on the top of it, what you're going to do? You're going to put a star on the top of it. And then you're going to say, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Check this out. Check, check this out at verse 8. But they are altogether brutish and foolish. The stock or Christmas is a, do, a doctrine of vanities. A doctrine of vanities. It is for nothing, sisters and brothers. It is for nothing. And look at verse 21. Look at, the, look at verse 21. For the pastors are become brutish and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they shall not prosper, and all their flocks shall be scattered. Verse 15, verse 14, every man is brutish in his knowledge. Every founder is confounded by the graven image, and for his molten image is falsehood. And there is no breath in them. Them statues, they can't breathe. They can't talk. They just stand there. The birds poop on them. It rains on them. It snows on them, and they just stand there. And people go and worship him and bow down to it and make the image of the cross. Verse 15, they are vanity and the works of errors. In the time of their visitation, they shall perish. In other words, the Lord is going to do away with all this paganism and all of this idolatry, sisters and brothers, because it is not of God. It's not of God. So now you just read about Christmas. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Back to Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said we're going to go to the New Testament, right? Let's go to uh, St. John, the 14th chapter. St. John, the 14th chapter. I don't want want nobody accusing me of being an Old Testament scholar. St. John, when you got it, let me know that you got it, sisters and brothers. St. John, chapter 14. St. John chapter 14, and let's see if God changes. St. John 14 and 15. St. John 14 and 15. It reads, now this is, if your Bible is in red, uh, the writing is red, this is, it, these are the words of Jesus. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, Keep my commandments. If you don't love the Lord, you're not going to do nothing to say. Here, and the commandment we gave you was in Exodus, the 20th chapter. And Jesus came and quoted himself. He came and quoted himself. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Whoever this spirit of truth is, it is a personal pronoun, he and him. 
We know who it is. That's another lesson, another time. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be with you. Watch this right here. St. John, the 15th chapter. St. John, the 15th chapter. St. John, 15. St. John, the 15th chapter. And verse 6. Jesus said, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Let me read that in Jesus' in Jesus' language. If you don't love me, you're not going to keep my commandments. And if you don't keep my commandments, you is worth nothing. You will go to the lake of fire, and the angels are going to cast you into the fire, and you're going to burn forever. Let me read it. Let me read it again. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, at verse 7, and my words abide in you, in other words, them Ten Commandments, and you're living in them, you're doing your very best to live by the word of God, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Verse 9, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you, continue you in my love. You can't be a part-time Christian, sisters and brothers. You cannot be a part-time follower of Christ. You cannot say, well, you know what, I'm, um, God don't see me. He, 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 he'll pardon me. According to who? Verse 10, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Oh, so, the, so keeping the commandments show that you have, that is your personal relationship. So when you go to church and you hear these pastors say, oh, you need to have a personal relationship. Well, the Lord is my personal Savior. I ain't never read that out of the Bible. That is some cliche. You cannot read that where the Lord says he's your personal Savior. He says, look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth. That means that anybody who call upon him and keep his commandments, he hears their prayer, sisters and brothers. But if you don't love the Lord and keep his commandments, you on your knees wearing your kneecaps out for nothing. Unless, unless you sincerely repent. That means to be godly sorrowful and you don't do those things no more. Don't steal. Don't kill. Don't commit adultery. You can ask for forgiveness, sisters and brothers. If you have said something to your brother, your sister, your coworker, go and fix it while you can. Go and fix it while you got time, sisters and brothers. Let me read that again. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might be remaining in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if, if you do whatsoever I command you. So keep the command, the, the, uh, the, the, check this out, check this out. It gets, it gets better. Verse 16, you have not, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That's the people that you talk to. Your fruit is the people, your mother, your father, your children, your neighbors. Anybody that wants to hear this word and keep it, that's your fruit. 
that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you that you love one another. The definition of the Bible definition of love is the fulfillment of the law. If you love me, keep my commandments. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So if you're going to be a true Bible Christian, it's not going to be very popular with people. If you're going to be a true Bible Christian, you're going to keep the commandments of God no matter what law man passes in terms of when that law begins to, uh, like, like our president signed a same-sex law. And if you agree with it, you don't love the Lord. I cannot agree with that, sisters and brothers. I cannot agree with a law that's designed to break God's law because it makes the nation a sin, and then the nation begins to fall. You understand? This is what the Lord won't, won't, won't want you to do. He wants us to do this. He wants to save us. He wants to bless us, but we don't want the blessing. So, therefore, let's go back to Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Deuteronomy 28 chapter. Deuteronomy 28 chapter. <clears throat> and I'm going to pick it up. I'm going I'm to fast forward a little bit. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. <clears throat> Deuteronomy 28 and verse 13. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if that thou hearken unto the command of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Now, those are all the first 14 verses are all the blessings. Let's look at what we, we got about seven minutes left on the show. I'm going to try to speed through this. On your own, you can read the whole thing. Verse 15, here's the other foot dropping because we didn't keep his commandments. But it shall come to pass, if you would not hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. Our children are getting shot down. Innocent people are getting killed. In the city... And in the suburbs, they done took the shootings from the streets to the expressways. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body. Our children are cursed, sisters and brothers. We don't even get a chance to enjoy them. When they leave out, we don't know if we're going to see them again. Heck, if we, when we go out to work or wherever we go, we don't know if we're going to come back. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy, of thy land, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shall thy be when you come in. You're going to be tired. You're going to be sick. You're going to be broke. You can't get ahead. No matter what you do, your money comes and it goes so quick. You can't enjoy anything. Then you go to vacation to Jamaica. You go to the Cayman Islands and you say, Ooh, what a wonderful vacation. But you go to slave ports. Everybody else go out of the country and enjoy great vacations. The Lord shall... Sent upon you cursing, vexation, and rebuke, and all that you set your hand to do, for until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make the pestilence to cleave unto thee until he hath consumed thee from off the land where you go to possess it. Wherever you are, the blood pressure is going to be high, the heart disease is going to be high, the prison, 
the prisons are going to be full of us. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever. This ain't the devil's system, brother. This is the Lord talking. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever and with inflammation. With inflammation, with the extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blasting, and with mildew. And they shall pursue thee until thou perish. The Lord, skipping down the 25, the Lord shall call thee to be smitten before thy enemies. You're going to go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. And shall be removed, not migrate, you shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. Oh, gosh. The Lord shall, verse 27, the Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt and with the emeralds and with the scab and with the itch. Well, thou cannot be healed. You're going to have gout, heart disease, worms, all these diseases and diseases. The Lord shall smite thee with, here we go, here we are today. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonish his heart. Man, we're going to be mad and angry. Look at us all the time. Think about it, sisters and brothers. The only nation of people in every generation where something don't go our way or some injustice is done to us, we burn down our own community. The only people. And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind grope in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled forevermore, and no man shall save thee. Jesse Jackson can't do it. Martin Luther King couldn't do it. John Kennedy couldn't do it. Obama can't do it because this is from the Lord. And Donald Trump sure can't do it. Verse 30, you shall betroth a wife and another man shall lie with her. That slave, that's what you call when they brought us over here. Master slept with your wife. Thou shalt build a house and thou shalt not dwell therein. You're going to plant a vineyard and you shall not gather the grapes. Skipping down to 32, your sons and your daughters shall be given unto another people. Remember that movie Roots? And your eyes shall look and fail with longer for them all the day long, and there shall no might be in your hands. In other words, you're gonna, you can't do a doggone thing about it. All you're going to do is shake your fist, you're going to march, you're going to protest, you're going to sit in, and it ain't going to do no good. No condition don't change. Wow. The Lord, verse 35, the Lord shall smite thee in the knees and in the legs and with a sore box that cannot be healed. Arthritis, sisters and brothers, from the sole of your foot unto the top of your head. The Lord shall bring you and your king which you shall set over you to a nation which your fathers have not known. And there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone. Go out there and look on your church. You got that big cross out there. If you are a Muslim, if you are a Muslim, you got the star and the moon on your church or on your on your mosque. You're seven day Adventist. You're Jehovah Witnesses. You're Church of God, Church of God in Christ, Holiness, Pentecostal, everybody else's religion. Thirty seven, and you shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations where the Lord shall lead you. Uh, man, skipping down to verse 41. You shall beget sons and daughters, but you shall not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. Where the jobs at for our people, sisters and brothers? Where the jobs at? Excuse me. Here we go. 43. The stranger, then name a nation. The stranger that is with, that live around you and among you shall get above you very high, and you shall come down very low. He shall lend to thee and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Go to the liquor store. You in there sweeping. 
We on the bottom. On the bottom, sister, brothers. Nobody respects us. I got to close out. I got to skip down to verse. Uh, wow, this is uh, 45. Moreover, all these curses, all some more curses for the Lord, shall come up on thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till you be destroyed because you hearken not unto the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. And here it is, they shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder and upon thy seed forever. We know it's not forever. We know until the Lord come back. Because he's going to come and get us, sisters and brothers. <coughs> and here we go. And they shall be upon thee for a sign, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore shall thou serve your enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of mine upon thy neck until you be destroyed. And the Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the ends of the earth. Think about it. This is happening to us. This is happening to only us. Only us, sisters and brothers. Only us. Wow. Wow. So much, so much. Verse 64, ending this. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people, from the one end of the earth even to the other end. And there... Shall thou serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone? And among these nations you shall not find no ease, neither shall the soul of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee death, a trembling heart, and failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind. Sister, brothers, I, Black Eyes lost his brother. I lost my nephew, shot in the head, dead. Just last, just last week. And my heart is hurt. Other people are losing their life. This did have to be. But this is a spiritual thing. It's not it's a spiritual thing that transitions down to a physical thing. All of this is the destruction of a nation. On your own, read Deuteronomy the thirtieth chapter and the Lord tell you how you're gonna come and get us. And he say, Once I break you down and when you turn to me and come out of all these pagan churches and turn to the truth and stop sinning, then I'll come back and get you. The death of a nation. I want to thank everybody for listening in, sisters and brothers. We're out of time. I hope you enjoyed what was brought forth. Look into it. Read your Bibles. Repent. Turn back to the Lord and challenge other people to turn back to the Lord. And the Lord said, I'll be a little sanctuary. You could be blessed within a curse. But it's, going, it's only going to get worse, sisters and brothers. Remember, you was told before it happened. So turn back to the Lord. Repent. And let's save our souls alive. And when the Lord come back, we can qualify and we can be with him when he bring, uh, when he enter into his kingdom, sisters and brothers. So continue to listen to the truth hour. I want to thank everybody up under the sound of my voice, I thank the Lord God of Israel for having this written. All of this is written, and the world don't pay attention to it, and it's happening right up under their eyes, and it's going to get worse and worse. But the Bible says in Matthew, the 24th chapter, that the wise shall understand, but the wicked shall not understand. So, sisters and brothers, until next week, this is Brother Julius signing out on behalf of Black Ice. We Say our motto all the time is if you cannot read it, then don't believe it. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Peace.
Good night. Thank you, my sister.